Welcome to the first show of 2021. Um, I'm recording this December 30th, and um, I've gotten a lot of DMs, got a lot of messages, emails. And for those of you who've been asking, my email is remu, E-N-T-R-Y-M-U-E-N-T at gmail.com. Um, I did see Brody Lee pass away, unfortunately, because of the way I record the show. I very rarely wait till the weekend to record the show. I usually go right after SmackDown because I'm just feeling the flow or feeling the adrenaline kicking or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I usually record it Friday night going into Saturday morning or sometimes 2, 3 in the morning, um, as some of you have heard before. Um, cause I'm usually just like... I'm in my, what I do is I watch... I wait till SmackDown is over. I watch SmackDown or the parts of it that, you know, whatever. And, um, I then absorb it. Now, I've already had four days, five days, essentially, to absorb Raw, two to three days to absorb Dynamite, NXT, um, but I, I don't have much time to absorb SmackDown, no matter what, because even if I record the show on Sundays, there's still not a lot of time to absorb what you've seen, for me. And I'm, one, I'm very much one of those people like uh, Eric Voss on uh, New Rockstars, which I, I enjoy his work. I enjoy their work. Um, but, like, I, 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 I tend to see the Easter eggs, see the, the callbacks. Because sometimes there are little callbacks. And sometimes you're just kind of like, all right, cool, you know. Like when Xavier Woods did the spinning lariat. You know, he's done that before. But obviously he did that in tribute to Brody Lee. And so I, when I seen it, I was, my, my uh, 2020 is taking so much, man. It's taking so much. And um, I I, <laughs> and I knew once I, once I saw it, I knew my phone was going to blow up. And it did. And I was like, oh, God. You know? And I had some people say, hey, you're going to do a tribute show? I said, no. Is it, there's going to be plenty of that going around. But as most of you remember, when I did the, the Monday show, um... I I'd said, hey, I don't know what the match of the month is going to be. Well, I knew immediately. And my first thought wasn't that. My first thought was, he got his freedom, and now he's in the sky. Like, um, I felt so bad for his children and his wife, um, for AEW, for the wrestling community. Um, but it's a time to celebrate. You know, I'm from New Orleans. We celebrate life. We celebrate death. You know, we second line. We do all that stuff. And... I just started thinking in my head to celebrate his life, you know, and from the time I got to know him, I didn't know him until NXT when he won the tag team championships with Eric Rowan, you know, and then, uh, and then he gets to call up with the Wyatt family and you could dare say they were more successful Rowan and Brody on their own than they ever were with Bray, uh, Bray Wyatt. They had that incredible tag team championship run where they won the tag team towels um, before WrestleMania. I'm trying to, I think the year was like 2016, 2015, something like that. And then they ended up having the tag team titles up until the day after SummerSlam of that year. And the only reason he lost the tag team titles to the New Day is because Rowan got hurt. But I remember going into that SummerSlam, it was New Day versus uh, the Smash Brothers or whatever their name was. And I remember not having much expectations for it. And I felt so ashamed that I doubted those four, those four competitors. And I don't know why I didn't have it have much faith in that match. Sometimes I think, sometimes not saying I think, sometimes I know when you watch enough wrestling, 
especially WWE wrestling. You're so used to just things being underwhelmed. I remember like the very last year of why we're putting him to do it again, the show, where I had so many high expectations for Dean Ambrose and Z- Dolph Ziggler. I thought that was going to steal that SummerSlam show. I know you had Styles versus Cena on that match, uh, on that card as well, but I really thought that was going to be the, the, the un- and it, it wasn't good at all. Matter of fact, it was crickets during it. That entire Dean Ambrose run wasn't very good. I mean, it obviously culminated at that battleground pay-per-view with that triple threat match, but it wasn't very good at all. And that was, and I think that was the most disappointing thing for me. But I think I just get so used to like being like, all right, well, this on paper should be good. And that's why, if you noticed, the pay-per-views this year that are good aren't the big four. It's the little ones. Like, TLC was not a bad pay-per-view. It was better than a lot of the air quotes, you can't see me doing air quotes, A-list shows, you know? And so, um, I, I just didn't have any expectations for it. And I remember when they, when, because they ended up, I think they ended up losing by DQ, uh, the Smash Brothers did. And that's not their name, I know, I can't remember their name. So just follow me on this journey. And so anyways, um, the very next night when they lost them clean, I was like, whoa, all right, someone's injured. And my mind never goes there. And before I hit the record button on this, I started thinking about that. I was like, why did my mind go to that? Like, like I can't remember. I just remember the way the the way that match was set up was so perfect for a rematch, but it was so good. It was so freaking good. And I was like disappointed at it, but I was like, you know what? This leads to another match because at that point in time, I don't think New Day and Smash Brothers had like a, a tag team, a regular tag team match. I think they had been in four ways and three ways and all this other stuff, but they were dominating in their tag team championship run. Not saying it was a classic run, but they were dominating. They beat up a lot of tag teams, you know? And so I remember just thinking to myself, dang, that was such a good match. And to see it replayed, I was like, no, it's too early. It's way too early. But then to see him lose, I was like, all right, someone's injured. And sure enough, the next day it said Rowan needed surgery. Um, it was Rowan, I believe it was Rowan, but you know, I'm going with the, the, my feelings here, my energy here. So ride with me. Um, so anyways, obviously that was the last big thing he did. And then he was fighting for his freedom out of WWE. And I find it funny when I listen to old Bruce Pritchard podcast or Bruce Pritchard podcast and, and, uh, and Vince McMahon's old, uh, theme was, if you don't want to be here, we don't want you unhappy. We don't want you here either. Boy, oh boy, has that sentiment changed a lot. Because they want you whether you want to be there or not. And once you sign that contract, you are really screwed. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah. Yeah, man. It's just... <sighs> You see what he did the last two years there, last year or whatever. He was injured for no part of that time. But it was just so bad, man. So freaking bad. And um, I don't know. It was frustrating. But to me, his highlights, and before we get to the match of the month, the highlights in AEW, obviously, were he got a world championship match, which he never got with WWE. He main evented a freaking pay-per-view. So happy for him that he did that. But more importantly, he squashed one of the biggest stars in professional wrestling and Cody Rhodes. I'm sure Cody was glad to do it um, to win that TNT championship. And even though he didn't have a, a long run with it, that moment 
is, is a moment of 2020 that will be a defining moment of AEW for however long this this comp- company lasts. That will be one of the most shocking moments in AEW history, along with Sting's debuting. Like, that is a, a great moment. Um, but his highlights in WWE, the main roster were slim. He, outside, of, like I said, the white family didn't do anything. And by the time the white family started doing something, by the time they won the tag team titles, it was Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt that won the tag team titles. By the time Bray Wyatt won the WWE Championship, he was pretty much on the outs with Bray because he was trying to warn Bray, hey, Randy's a snake. Literally, don't trust him. And then uh, listen, look how that turned out. Um, but this match is a match that I think about often, actually. But this was the first time I've watched it in years since it probably happened. I remember when I first watched it. I remember I watched it live. I said, man, these guys are killing each other. But it was such a great match. It's TLC 2014, Dolph Ziggler versus Brody Lee, Luke Harper, for the Intercontinental Championship in a ladder match. Luke Harper is the current Intercontinental Champion. I think he had like a little bit over a month reign. So, yeah, he did do something, so I apologize. Um, so the storyline going into this was two months prior, they're setting up Survivor Series and Survivor Series teams. Luke Harper is on Team Triple H and with Team Authority, essentially. And um, Authority lost due to Sting's interference. But before that, the Authority was putting all of Team Cena through hell, whether it was John Cena, Ryback, Big Show, Eric Rowan, or Dolph Ziggler. And Dolph Ziggler before this was the Intercontinental Champion. And so Dolph, I believe they did the good old put him through hell, make him defend his title all night, which he beat two people. Finally got to Luke Harper, Discus Lariat, one, two, three. Luke is your new uh, Intercontinental Champion. And so now they lost. And so now it's comeuppance time the next month, and now you have... Everyone who was in the Survivor Series main event now having one-on-one matches with pretty much the people they had been feuding with prior. And so this was the opening match on TLC. Dolph was busted open. I believe uh, Luke's arm was shattered a little bit, bloody a little bit. Um, they went through war. And it wasn't a long ladder match. It really it was maybe about 12, 13, 14 minutes, 15 at tops. Um, but it wasn't a very long ladder match, but it was a brutal ladder match. And it was a great, it was a great ladder match, and it was his greatest performance in WWE without a doubt. And I remember I had not, I've not listened to Talk Is Jericho interview. I had not. Um, a lot of times when it comes to interviews and podcasts, like I, I, I've been trying to get into Jr. One, I'm just not into Jr.'s commentary as far as just like him. Um, I, I think he, him and Bruce Pritchard are definitely characters. And they, they sometimes you have to get through the muck to get to the good stuff. And so it's hard for me to, to listen to a, a, something to wrestle with. I'm used to that. But then listen to another podcast like that, I'm just, I just don't care for it. But that's not just JR. Like, I, I, I try to get into the Joe Budden podcast because I think they say some good stuff on there. But getting through the jokes and the, the friendly muck and stuff, it's just rough for me, especially when some of these podcasts are like four hours long. Like to me, when something to wrestle was like four hours long, I could get through it a lot because at that time I was driving a lot as well, and um, and I, I could get through of it because you just kind of like, just kind of ignored it. But because my time is so limited in listening to the podcast now, I just don't have the interest to. I want 
to go right to I, I want my, my meat and potatoes immediately if that makes any sense um anyways um so these two went through hell Dolph won the intercontinental championship back that was obviously a highlight and I and I have heard that Brody said and I'm talking to Jericho I'm actually gonna listen to it this weekend uh that Brody did say hey you know I thought that was gonna be my moment I thought they're gonna do so much with me after that because that was a star-making performance for both guys. Like, we were used to... By the time, we are used to Dolph. Dolph had that... Dolph was hot. Dolph, Dolph was... If you make a batch of coffee and spill it on your crotch, hot at that point in time. That place, I'll never forget it. And I said this in my Best of Survivor series. That place exploded when Dolph made the pin. Yes, yeah, Sting put him over it. But I remember when that, when that hand hit three from the referee, people were happy that Dolph won. Dolph was in my opinion at that time, the man of the people. Just my opinion. Um, anyways, um, so, that is your match of the month. I highly suggest you check it out. Like I said, it's 10, 15 minutes of your day. Um, someone also asked me if I thought he was going to be a part of the next wave of the AEW, AEW figures. I said, no. I think he's, if he's not, I mean, if he is, it's not a surprise, right? I think he's going to be a ringside collectible figure because a lot of times the ringside collectible character uh, figures go straight to a certain organization. This will go right to his family. And that figure will be sold out in seconds. Not minutes, fucking seconds. And someone asked me, if I, was, I said, no, I, I don't, I'm not going to fight for pre-orders. <laughs> you know, like, so let's, say, let's say if I go on the website and they say, oh, your website's live. And I go on the website and order it. Cool. Um, but no, I probably won't because of that. But I mean, it's, once it's a ringside collectible, they usually keep it up for years. You know, I think that Walter Collectible has been has been up. It's a ringside collectible. I think that's been up uh, for about uh, almost almost this entire year. So they'll keep it up for a while, so you get plenty of chances to get it. Um, but anyways, that is your match of the month: Brody Lee, aka Luke Harper, versus Dolph Ziggler, ladder match TLC 2014 for the Intercontinental Championship. Rest in peace, Brody. My condolences to anyone that this man has ever touched, anyone he's ever met, and you're feeling. The pain right now, 2020 is taking a lot from all of us. We cannot let 2020 win. 2020 is over. As officially as you as you hear this, 2020 is over, and we cannot let that. We cannot live with knowing what that was taking. Cause it's taken so much. We can't give it any more energy. Um, so, anyways, rest in peace. Hope you guys enjoy it. I'm out. <laughs>